My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. Sorry, a little technical glitch there getting things started this morning. My apologies for that one. That was totally my fault as I was trying to do uh, six things at once uh, instead of uh, getting the show started. So my bad. Uh, anyway, we're going now. Hey, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 20th day of January 2022. And today, folks, this is one of this is a good one for me. It's National Cheese Lovers Day. So uh, go get in the frigidator and take out a block of cheese and cut up some little little squares of cheese and get some good crackers and have some cheese and crackers as a little snack later on. Or maybe this evening while you're watching the tube or while you're watching uh, this uh, broadcast. A little cheese and crackers wouldn't hurt. I'd do it, except that then I can't talk with my mouth full. So that, that would be awful. But anyway. National Cheese Lovers Day, and I do love my cheese. I, that's one of my sincere weaknesses. Cruise ships sailing from North American ports today up in Bayonne, New Jersey, Anthem of the Seas sails in Baltimore, Enchantment of the Seas. One of these days, folks, I'm going to get on Enchantment of the Seas. I have tried and tried and tried, and every date I've plugged into the system, I can't get an accessible cabin. One of these days, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on enchantment. I promise you that. Down in Port Canaveral, uh, Elizabeth on location, sales on the MSC Maraviglia. Got a little information from Elizabeth I'll share with you a little further along in the show. Down in West Palm Beach, the Grand Classica sales today. Of course, you know that's going to be the Margarita Margaritaville Paradise here in the next couple months. I think it's April before it becomes official. 
in Miami, the last ship that I sailed on, the Carnival Sunrise, sails today. Of course, it's been two years since I was on her, almost two years. It'll be two years next week. Down in New Orleans, the Carnival Valor sails today, and in Galveston, the Disney Wonder. So we've got a few ships uh, get underway today. All right, today's headlines from Miami, Norwegian cancels Jewel and Pride of America sailings. You know, that's the one that Hot Air Tom told us about yesterday, and I couldn't confirm it. So, I mean, I said that the Hot Air Tom told us. Well, Hot Air Tom, as usual, especially dealing with uh, Norwegian, was right on the money. And I was able to confirm it, of course. So now we do have information on Jewel and Pride of America uh, sailings that are canceled. Also from Miami, Crystal Cruises suspends everything at the end of this the cruise that are underway right now. We'll talk about that some. A mason jar on a cruise ship, one of the fun stories that I've found for a long time. Talking about a mason jar. Celebrity Infinity Cruises canceled. And from Atlanta, the CDC updates travel advisories to several cruise destinations. And some possible change in my thinking on my cruises coming up. Uh, not that I'm changing on going on the cruises, but maybe what I'm going to do while I'm there. And I got some other stuff to talk to you about on how we're going to do uh, the show while I'm on cruises. We got that all worked out now. So we'll talk about that in a little, little bit too. If you're listening to the podcast, folks, uh, get it on my, you can always access it on my uh, accessible blog, which is accessadventure.net, you know, HTTPS colon backslash backslash accessadventure.net or anywhere you get your podcasts now, all the big guys, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pandora, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I understand as of just a few minutes ago that Facebook now will have a um, a podcast feed. Uh, John actually got an email from them. I have not received that email, so I haven't had a chance to see if they're well, maybe doing this regionally. Uh, that haven't gotten to me yet, or, uh, you know, it's possible it could have gone to my spam, you know, box and I dismissed it. Uh, so I haven't checked it out to see if that is on my Facebook page, but as soon as I can get my RSS feed fed into Facebook, it'll be available on Facebook as well. So that's the podcast. So now... Tomorrow, tomorrow we'll have, um, um, all goes well, we'll have my uh, New York Times reporter will be here. She's going to be here. She's probably not going to appear on the show. Don't get all excited about that because she's here to actually take me doing what I do. And then she's going to take me doing stuff on the cruises and uh, a lot of other things, but anyway, it's going to end up being actually a podcast uh, by the New York Times. 
that deals with travel. And I'm going to be one of the early guests on the podcast. So it's going to be a pretty extensive uh, show. So we'll find out when all that happens. On Saturday, I do have a special guest, Lauren Rogers of Lauren of the Trade. She's a writer, a blogger, and a YouTuber. Some of you may remember uh, back when um, the Mardi Gras first sailed, was that July? Uh, Lauren wrote the first article on Shaq's Big Chicken Restaurant, and I used that on the show that day. Sent her a message that day to say, hey, I'd love, love to interview you about Shaq's Big Chicken Restaurant. Well, it ended up going in her spam folder, and she didn't see it until a couple days ago. And she sent me a message back and says, oh, I'd love to come on your show. And I'm so sorry that I didn't go check spam folders and I missed seeing your email. So Lauren's going to be on Saturday. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things. One, she's she does a number of uh, articles from different cruise ships. And by the way, Jason in Pittsburgh, she's big on Carnival. Um. But we're going to talk about that some, and she does uh, a good bit of writing for Cruise Radio. And I'm not sure if she's an independent writer that submits stuff and they use it, or if she has assignments and they don't give her a byline. I'm not sure how that works. That's one of the things we're going to ask about. So, but anyway, she'll be on Saturday, uh, right after she did the Shaq's Big Chicken Restaurant uh, story. She followed that up with the first big story that on the uh, Bolt roller coaster. So, could be a should be an interesting uh, interview, especially for uh, uh, Jason up there in Pittsburgh because he's a big carnival guy. All right, Elizabeth on location. Elizabeth sent me some. Some pictures, so if you're watching on the podcast, you need to go down in the description and get a link if you'd like to go see the pictures. So Elizabeth, when she was in Ocean Key, these finally came through. It took forever. So there's definitely some Wi-Fi issues on um, the Meraviglia. Because, you know, Elizabeth is in quarantine through today, if all goes well, she, of course, has to have retest and stuff to see if she gets released from, from um, COVID jail, she calls it. But anyway, she sent some pictures when she was in Ocean Key. This was, she can't get out of her cabin, so this was just out on the balcony looking at the nice sunset. And there's several uh, shots of the sunset. So that was an ocean key from the balcony and COVID quarantine jail on the Meraviglia. A couple other pictures while during the day while she was at Ocean Key. And then they sailed from Ocean Key. That's uh, the next morning they're leaving. And going to Nassau, and of course, the iconic view of the um, 
lighthouse at Nassau in the Bahamas. And then this morning she got into uh, Port Canaveral. At least it's a nicer weather day there than when she was there a week ago and it was pouring down rain and awful. And that's her view out the balcony as she's there in Port Canaveral. And hopefully, hopefully she goes to work uh, later on today after she gets out of jail. So we hope that's what happens at least. We'll, I'm sure we'll hear more from uh, Elizabeth as time goes on. And could be she might, if she's got a signal, might be in the chat room today. All right. Um, I haven't heard anything from Nikki and Roger today. Uh, so, and they're, they're, they weren't going anyplace today. They were spawned, if you remember, because they got, they got a little cold and when they got wet uh, in Tahiti. So they were going to do the spa today. That's what Nikki and Roger are doing. I don't blame them at all. I would probably do the spa too. All right. I'll be back with today's news after this word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, everybody, back with Travel and Cruise Industry News Live and the podcast. And in the news today, you know, Hot Air Tom, like I said earlier, was correct yesterday. You may recall I mentioned the cancellation of Norwegian Jewel and Pride of America cruises reported but not independently confirmed. Remember, guys, I'm an old-fashioned reporter back from years ago when you you never would go on air with a story unless it was confirmed three different ways. But it didn't matter if you were on radio, television, or newspaper. We all operated under the same guidelines. Unfortunately, they don't do that anymore. So you get all kinds of false information. But anyway, I don't want to get on that rant. But anyway, Hot Air Tom was right on the money, and I did confirm it. And here's the deal with the two uh, ships. Uh, In the update to its website, Travel Advisory posted uh, yesterday, Norwegian Cruise Line has canceled voyages for both Norwegian Jewel and Pride of America. This extends the pause in operations to for Norwegian Jewel through March 20th sailing. That only affects one cruise. 
that's now canceled. Voyages on board aboard the Pride of America out in Honolulu are canceled through and including the April 2nd, 2022 sailing. So there were know, several, four or five cruises canceled on Pride of America. The Jewel Voyages was to have been a nine-day round trip sailing from Panama City, Panama, visiting Costa Rica, Aruba, Curacao, Bonaire, and Colombia. This cancellation is, was described as due to revitalization of the cruise ship, but details of that project have not been released or clarified. Uh, revitalization, that pretty general. It's not going to dry dock and they don't have a dry dock in Panama City that I'm aware of. So they're not going to do any repair into the ship or anything. And there's not been any reports there's anything wrong with it. I have a feeling that it's because of COVID and maybe they have to do some cleaning and they're just not saying that. I don't know. Um, Royal Caribbean at this point has not publicly said if they are opting into the CDC program, uh, which they have until tomorrow to opt in or opt out. Pride of America, meantime, was slated to have begun inter-island Hawaii itineraries on March the 5th. The ship typically offers a seven-night round-trip voyage from Honolulu, calling on various ports around the islands to give passengers a true Hawaiian experience. Uh, so March the 5th to April the 2nd sailing is 4 or 5, I'm not sure, 5th, 12th, 19th, 26th, and the 2nd. Yeah, 5 sailings. All right, according to my friend Dave Monk over in Ships Monk, and this is a follow-up also to a story that I've had on several times this week, Crystal Cruises has suspended ocean and expedition cruises until April 29th and river cruises until the end of May to provide Crystal's management team with an opportunity to evaluate the current state of business and examine various options moving forward. There's three ships currently in operation and they will complete their current voyages. Crystal Serenity will finish up on January the 30th Crystal Symphony uh, will finish up on uh, this weekend, January 22nd. They're both in the Caribbean. Crystal Endeavor is down in Antarctica. It will finish up on February the 4th. It was an extremely difficult decision, but a prudent one given the current business environment and recent developments with our parent company, Jinting Hong Kong, said Jack Anderson, president of Crystal Cruises. Crystal has been synonymous with luxury cruising for more than 30 years, and we look forward to welcoming back our valued guests when we resume operations. We wish to thank our guests and travel advisors for their incredible support during these ongoing challenging times. Guests and travel agents are currently being notified. Crystal Cruises will provide a full refund of the cruise fare paid if the cruise was paid by a future cruise cruise payment or credit, the full value will be returned to their cruise or Crystal Society profile account. Now, in kind of a related story to that, 
following the updated decision from the Hong Kong government to ban cruises for an additional 14 days from the city, Royal Caribbean has canceled all cruises for Spectrum of the Seas in January. This followed a similar decision from Dream Cruises a couple days ago. However, there could be more to Dream Cruises as they are also parent company Genting Hong Kong. Werfton Shipyard filed for insolvency a couple weeks ago. And now Genting Hong Kong has filed for bankruptcy yesterday. So we're not sure what's going to happen with Crystal Cruises. There are some rumors out there that they have uh, found a buyer for one or possibly two of their ships. But that's not official yet. So don't take that one to the bank. That was strictly another rumor that's out there. Royal Caribbean has announced new dining details on the upcoming vessel Wonder of the Seas. And I am, this is one that I'm looking forward to. You know, folks, I'm not huge on specialty dining. I'm very happy most of the time with just main dining room fare. That's what I'm used to on cruises. Yeah, now, so I'll occasionally do, and I'm doing a couple on my cruises coming up here and there, just so I can bring you information about it. But I'd be perfectly happy just to go to the main dining room every night. I've, I've never had a cruise that has let me down terribly on, on any of that. But anyway, this one has piqued my interest. Setting sail this March, passengers will be able to choose from over 20 dining venues on board the Wonder of the Seas, including a brand new restaurant called the Mason Jar Southern Restaurant and Bar where Southern comfort food meets Royal Caribbean's hospitality. The Mason Jar invites guests to share a meal and drinks in an inviting casual setting. The new specialty restaurant sets the scene with a farmhouse style, complete with rustic decor, live country music, and a porch decked out with swing for lounging. At the center of it all, a bar serving up an assortment of Southern specialties. Now, folks, you guys know I am, in fact, a true Southerner. So I'm going to make some editorial comments on a couple of these things. One, they're having freshly baked buttermilk biscuits and jalapeno cornbread. Now, uh, jalapeno cornbread is not necessarily a Southern thing. That's more of a Tex-Mex thing. But I do like a, a good cornbread. Buttermilk biscuits is a whole different thing. You got two kinds of people. You got people that know how to make buttermilk biscuits and you got people that make hockey bucks. You got to be good to make buttermilk biscuits. So I, I got to taste one of them before I can pass muster on that. I will taste one, however. And the first time I'm on Wonders of the Seas, I will let you know if that's a good biscuit or not. That's one of the reasons I'm as fat as I am, because I like uh, biscuits. I like biscuits and gravy. I like biscuits anyway. Brunch will include things like savory Johnny Cakes topped with barbecued pulled pork and a sweet tooth cinnamon roll. Okay, a, a cinnamon, cinnamon roll 
yeah, that's you can find those here. But Johnny Cakes talked with barbecued pulled pork for brunch. I'm not I'm not sure where that one came from, unless it's someplace that I've never been for brunch. Brunch is still to me is a breakfast lunch combo. Johnny cakes topped with barbecue. Or I guess that would be a combo of both, but I don't know. I got to see this one, folks, on, on that part of it. Dinner highlights. Now, this is a different story. Dinner highlights include fried green tomatoes. Yeah, that's definitely a southern dish. Southern fried chicken. If it's good fried chicken, great. If it's bad fried chicken, then you're in trouble. Crab beignets with lump crab dip. That's cool. Of course, that's a New Orleans item and shrimp and grips not one of my favorites i'm not a big grits guy oddly enough i tend to be more of a potatoes guy with breakfast than grits so i've never been and i love shrimp but i've never been much on shrimp and grits but that's okay that is in fact a southern item for dessert everything from traditional pies definitely southern Spike floats, definitely Southern, and shakes are in, uh, are on offer. The venue will also serve, and this one I've got to take issue with, and it might just be from lack of knowledge from the uh, writer here, and uh, uh, Sarah, who I've, I've talked to before. I have not talked to her about this. The venue will also serve over a dozen American whiskeys, in a line of Southern libations such as classic mint julep and Mississippi moonlight made with blackberry moonshine, blackberries, and lemonade. Now, that could be cool. Uh, definitely Mississippi moonlight. Uh, that, you know, with moonshine, that's definitely Southern. Where's my bourbon? They're talking about whiskeys. Bourbon and whiskeys are different. So, I mean, they, they need to have, you know, clearly bourbons the Southern. And that's all made in Kentucky. There's a couple of bourbons made in Tennessee, but 90% or maybe not 90, but most bourbons are from Kentucky, which is clearly Southern. Whether at a table for dinner with the family or at the bar for a bite, nightcap, and live music, the Mason jar will be a hot spot both day and night. And yes, I am looking forward to Wonder of the Seas and trying out the Mason Jar. And I highly suggest any of you do that get on, if you get on that ship before me. So that we'll see what happens when we see the Wonder of the Sea come March. Anyway, I like that whole idea. The Celebrity Cruise Line has decided to relocate Celebrity Infinity from its current location in in, uh, Europe and bring it back over here to the Caribbean. As a result, the scheduled Mediterranean sailings from April 15th through November 28th are being canceled. Can you imagine how many people that affected? The ship will move to offer seven-day cruises in the Caribbean during the summer and fall of 2022, they think they're going to get a better deal COVID-wise in the Caribbean than they are in Europe. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Europe is running ahead of the Caribbean. 
I'm not, I'm not, unless there's some other reasons that uh, they haven't been stated yet. Celebrity did not give a reason for the relocation, but did say thank you as it continues to work through the unique circumstances. Thank you for all those people that they've canceled cruises out on because they're moving the ship. I don't know about this one. 29 sailings are being canceled for the infinity starting from April 15th, nine night Spain and Portugal cruises to the November 18th, 10 night Canaries voyage. The vessel was scheduled to offer a range of different itineraries. 15 of those were to be week-long itineraries, including visits to Croatia, Montenegro, and Greece. So far, there's nothing available on the dates and the itineraries in the Caribbean. So that one we got to keep a lookout on, folks. No telling what's going to happen with that. The CDC's at it again with another round of updated travel advisories in relation to COVID. Yesterday, the agency elevated 22 countries to level four. Its highest advisory for travel included in the update were some popular cruise destinations, some being major Caribbean cruise hubs, as the Omicron variant continues to spread across Caribbean nations. The cruise destinations that have been elevated to level four are the Bahamas, all of it. St. Martin, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, Bermuda, Grenada, Panama, British Virgin Islands, and Texankirkos. Australia was also added to the level four list. However, cruise operations there have remained on hold since the suspension first started in the spring of 2020. Despite the CDC elevating the level for many cruise destinations, especially across the Caribbean, it's just an advisory. Cruise operations to these countries can continue as scheduled, and people can still travel. It comes just days after the CDC's conditional sale order ended on the 15th, and Cruise Line could opt in to follow the guideline voluntarily. Norwegian was the first, of course, to opt in. Holland America opted in yesterday. I did not make a specific announcement on that because it was after the show yesterday. So those two lines have announced that they will remain committed to following the CDC guidelines to ensure guests and crew remain safe. HAL, of course, was the second cruise line to opt in joining Norwegian. Now, here's where I've got some decisions to make on my upcoming cruises. The, uh, you know, a number of the places I'm going to, as far as destinations go, are affected by this. So I'm thinking maybe I'm not going to be getting off the ship on a lot of those. There's no sense in you know, taking chances I don't need to take. So I'm thinking if the CDC has got it at level four, that maybe on this I'll pay attention and I'll stay on board that day. So like Freedom of the Seas is going to Nassau and to Coco Key. So that means that I would stay on the ship the whole time. I will 
converse with uh, folks on the ship and see what they say uh, before we get to either Coco Key or uh, to Nassau uh, and get their advice on it. But uh, that's at least my thinking now. The other thing I mentioned this morning is how I'm going to handle the broadcast. And I will tell you a little more how we've worked it out with um, uh, Nanook of the North John up in Minnesota with that's 30 below zero there this morning. I talked to John earlier today, by the way. So what if I have a decent live stream on any, I'm going to be on three ships this time before I get back home. Depending on the Wi-Fi signal that I have and whether I can stream or not, but and that's iffy, you know that. We've seen that from the number of times that I've had streams fail on this broadcast. Depending, let's say the absolute worst happened and I've got a crappy Wi-Fi signal. I am going to do my show in small segments, probably five, six, seven minute segments. That won't mean a thing to you, but I will tape a segment. Let's say my opening and uh, going through the silly whatever day it is today and the cruises and my talk about the podcast and if I should have any guests scheduled uh, and maybe up through the first commercial break, okay? And do that segment and load that on the StreamYard on the cruise, okay? Now, I can't stream that live, but John now has access to my StreamYard. He can get on and he can stream it from Minnesota. As far as it's going to look like, it's looking like I'm streaming it from the destination, from on board the ship, on location. But actually, it's routed through John and John's going to stream it from there. Something happens in the interim, some breaking stories or whatever. I can send John messages. And he, maybe he has to break in after one of the stories and, and insert, you know, a breaking news item or something. Uh, God forbid something happens on the ship. And, and you know, I have literally breaking news. So I've got that to fall back on. Uh, and I will do that anytime that I don't have a good Wi-Fi signal. So we're going to play with that one and see how that works. So my show should continue as normal with the exception of the travel days when I'm on an airplane. Monday, uh, John will probably do a show altogether unless I have, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have a Wi-Fi signal on the plane yet. You never know that thing until you're actually on it. If I can get a Wi-Fi signal on the plane, I can, in a couple hours, I can sit there and work on setting my show up for Monday uh, and then have John do that. I don't know. So it might be that John has to do the show Monday. We'll play that one by ear Monday after I'm on the airplane from Raleigh to Miami. The rest of the time, hopefully, we'll have the show every day. That's if if... And of course, you know me with technical issues. If I can get past the technical issues and and, and have John uh, working it out, 
will get you it will get you covered guys so hopefully travel and cruise industry news and the travel and cruise industry news podcast will still be available at the live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and the podcast shortly after the show is over as soon as I can get that loaded to all the podcast networks. So that wraps up the news for today. Uh, The other thing is a slight change in the uh, New York Times uh, reporter. She will be here this afternoon. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to get a session in tonight Uh, because of the hospital overload here uh, in Lynchburg uh, that are kind of overrun with uh, COVID folks right now. Uh, It's actually the worst it's ever been here in Lynchburg, our two hospitals. Uh, They have uh, now eliminated all visitors. So um, the reporter who was going to go to PT with me tomorrow to do some taping there, they're not going to let her in. So um, I, I have arranged for my physical therapist to talk with her so she can get some information from that. But uh, And then she'll be here Friday uh, actually taping the show, and maybe Saturday, depends on how her time falls with going to Richmond. So that's going to happen with uh, the New York times. And then she'll be, she'll meet me in Miami and she's going to be with me on freedom of the seas to uh, document what I do, how I work a ship while I'm on it. So we'll see. So, all right, let's go over and see who is in the chat room. And if I've made any mistakes and getting fussed at today. All right. Uh, no, I'm in the wrong place. I <laughs> have to get in the chat room to check on comments. Hot Air's with us. Hi, Hot Air. Tom, Cindy's here. Cruising Pete says, morning, gang. Hey, Pete, good to see you, my friend. Amy's with us. Katie's here. Carol's with us. Kenneth says, good morning, everybody. Listening to the show. We're going out for Robin's birthday today. Well, happy birthday, Robin. Cindy says, Elizabeth's picks are beautiful. I agree with that. I heard that Pride of America cancellations are due to staffing. They're having a difficult time getting enough American crew. Um, that's very possible. Again, that I have not, was that not able to confirm the whys. Uh, and they're not saying officially yet. So uh, we're waiting to get official word on that one, but that is. Uh, most likely a possibility. Hot Air says, my Jewel February cruise was canceled due to refurbishment. Jewel has been in Marseille the past couple of months. It went to Montenegro recently, and I assume was getting crew. That's what I thought too. So, Maybe there's still some issues with it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's what they said. It, they just, it seemed kind of funky to me. Jewel is now en route back to Marseille. So maybe some other items needed. I suspect one thing updated was the RFID locks on all the doors. Jim had the new update on my November cruise. 
nice to just hold your, you know, hold your card up to uh, the reader. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're touchless door locks now. Uh, that's that's a good possibility. So maybe that, in fact, the jewel is just canceling one cruise, and that's why. Hot Air said that he heard that Pride of America fired a bunch of food and beverage servers. Wow, didn't know that one. Tom, do you know if Breakaway has these RFID locks? Sailing end of April, the price is right. I could see NCL buying a genting ship. They're similar to breakaway class. Yes, they are very similar. Uh, Cindy never been on the breakaway, but my understanding was that all ships were to have that installed. Chili and his biscuits, Emma and her cookies laugh out loud. Something seems back to front there. Uh, yeah, well, Pete, you got your tea, you know. You know, I, we Southerners like our biscuits, and of course, Emma loves her cookies. I like, I'm, I love my cookies too, but not like Emma does. I don't know if anybody's as cookie nuts as Emma is. I love to play with her over cookies. Chili never eat a guy's pig and anchor on carnival ships. I have uh, once, uh, twice. Think you'd like that selection included at lunchtime on sea days on chips they have. Uh, I've had actually had, um, uh, I've been to Pig and Anchor twice. Um, on the Carnival Sunrise and wow, was it on? Maybe the Carnival Miracle was one of the first to have, I can't remember. It was one of the first ships that had guys pig and anchor expanded from uh, the burger joint, uh, um, different location on the ship. But, um, and I can't remember. I've been, uh, I've been to two, one of them, unfortunately it was windy. It was, you know, it's, they had, they had a, a deck above the pool deck on the sunrise. I don't remember, say, if the pool deck was on 12, it was on 13, or if the pool deck was 13, it was on 14, whatever the numbers were. I don't remember. But it was pretty windy with the ship when we were at sea. And I went around and got in line and got a plate of barbecue. And I remember I'm on the scooter, and it was paper plates. <laughs> and I get on the scooter and come into the where the wind hits me actually went up and over my head so I, this one of the couple of crew guys came over and helped clean that up and i went back and got in line and got another one and protected it a little better so i did get to eat it but yeah i've had a i've had a couple meals on the on the bar it's not bad not bad barbecue at all yeah not i'm fat i'm more fascinated with standing there or i was I'm sitting on my scooter watching the guy working the meat that's actually doing the with the knife and cutting it and it's right there in front of you i was fascinated watching him slicing up the meat and stuff and getting it ready for to go in the pans to be you know put on the plates and on the sandwiches and all that stuff i enjoyed that as much as i did the food so but yeah been there been there done that i'll do it again
First time I had grits was in South Carolina. I find them lacking flavor. Me too. Asked the waitress what people put in them for flavor. She said anything. Look at the options. And they added some Smucker's strawberry jam. I don't know what that's called. Strawberry jam. She returned to the table to see red grits and got a bit, bit excited. Yeah, I'm not surprised on that one. Um, I've seen people put sugar on them. I've seen people just butter on them. My brother-in-law puts peanut butter on them. I have trouble with the consistency. I have equal trouble. I I mean, I'll eat oatmeal. Don't really like that. But the, the other one, the cream of wheat, Purina or whatever the heck you call that one, they're almost the same consistency as grits. I think it's the consistency that does it with me. I just have trouble with it. That's just kind of feels slimy in my mouth, I guess. Not a big fan of grits. Shrimp and grits, I'll eat the shrimp. No problem with that. Uncle Jesse's making the moonshine from Duke Zafasser, probably. I think that's fabulous. I wonder if they're actually making moonshine. I, I mean, I hate to say this, and I, hope, I certainly won't uh, give away any of my cousins. But for years, when I lived up in Pittsburgh, I would come home to Virginia and go up and visit my cousins on a certain area in Virginia. And he would always have some homemade brew that he had gotten from one of his fellow folks that lived near him. And I'd always take a mason jar, court mason jar of moonshine home to Pittsburgh. And then anytime I had parties in Pittsburgh, that was always a feature of my parties to have, you know, a shot of moonshine to go with everything else I had in my bar. But I wonder if they're actually going to have real honest-to-God moonshine on board. I mean, yeah, now you can license it and stuff, but I'm sure they're not going to have a moonshine still on board the cruise ship, but that's it's going to be interesting to find out what they're actually using for moonshine. Uh, what day are you going to take your test on the cruise line? Told me they don't count the day you get on the ship as a day. Oh, they don't count. So, yeah, Saturday. So I've got, I get on Monday. So Saturday, Sunday is the, the are my two days. So I'm going to take it Saturday afternoon, probably right after the show, uh, and get it out of the way. Because it takes a while, you know, to do that. And I've got my, my, my test is right here for Saturday after the show. And then I'm, I'm sure I haven't even looked. I'm sure the phone number's on here someplace that I have to call uh, to set the thing up. And I know you can't open it till you do that. I might have to do that from the app. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I'll do that uh, Saturday. Kenneth. Cindy says, I'm scheduled for Nassau on my cruise into February. Intend on staying on the ship, but getting off at Coco Key. Well, I, the one thing I wanted to do in Nassau is what I've done the last four or five times I've gone to Nassau, and that's just get off the boat and go over and try to find my little friend, the lady friend in 
in the straw market that makes those yummy uh, pina coladas. And I'd just sit on my scooter and sip on a pina colada. And I got to where I was knowing every one of the straw market folks in there. And they'd come by and sit and chat and talk and stuff. I sit there for a couple hours sipping on pina coladas and and just having a ball uh, with the guys working in the straw market. It was fun. And I'd gotten to the point where I was getting kind of sick and tired of Nassau because I'd been so many times. I didn't want to do any of the excursions in Nassau because the ones that I, that I was interested in had already done. And I ended up, you know, seeing, oh, pina colada, I'll take one. And I bought a pina colada from this gal and sat there sipping on it and chatting. I, was, I think that might have been the first cruise that I was on with a scooter, as a matter of fact. And, um, and she was just delightful. And then I fell in love with going, but every time I've been to Nassau since I've gotten off the, and I go straight down the, you know, how the, the piers, uh, the getting changed now, but how they used to be and right into the straw market, you know, through the little room there, right over to the straw market. And, you know, I, that was fine for me. And I'd stay an hour, two hours, however long, you know, and then I'd ride back and get back on the boat. So I'd want, I wanted to do that again, but now I'll have to, you know, I'm going to have to talk to them and see, you know, how safe it would be to do that. And I don't even know if the straw market's open now with the construction. I haven't been to Nassau since the construction project started. So I'm not even sure if the straw market is, is even there now until, you know, they get it all finished. But anyway. Sharon's here. Hey, Sharon, haven't seen you for a couple days. Good to hear from you. Heard some EU's, EU countries want a PCR test. Of evidently, vaccinated people tend to fail those. Travel is going to get weird. Well, yeah, I'm, it could be. And I'm just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping even with this, the extreme contagiousness of the variant that I can get to Miami on an airplane. I realize that. And I realize the chance I'm taking that I can get there and get on board safely. And once I get on the boat, I'm okay. I'm worried about getting here and there to even to the point where I'm looking at cruises now on into the year and thinking about driving from Virginia, which is a lot of driving to some of the places I'm going this year, but we'll see. I don't know. And hopefully that, you know, if we have peaked and starting to head down now, maybe by the time I get back from the next three weeks, the numbers will be a whole totally different, which would be lovely, wouldn't it? Uh, Hot Air says, laugh out loud, streaming from a plane, expensive and slow. Yeah, I know I wouldn't stream from the plane, but I could research my show and set up the show and load up StreamYard and then have John run it so that, you know, the content stays there fresh that day. And yes, maybe I won't be live. Maybe I'll be appearing live and it'll be a, a fake. It'll be John pushing the buttons for something I said an hour ago. If I can't come to you live. And I can't. I'm playing things by ear. This is a new world for me. Remember, folks, 
I haven't done this for two years, and I haven't done it in the middle of a pandemic, and I haven't done it when I've got a show like this to do every day. So bear with me. We're going to come up with a plan, and hopefully the plan will work. We'll see. And then hopefully I'll be able to do some live streaming. And tell me, you know, one of the most enjoyable things I've had all year was doing uh, JJ cruises when they do the hot tub streams. I think they're delightful. And that's two guys in the hot tub talking about the, anything in the world, whoever's online or whatever. I'd love to be able to do that or I'd love to be able to sit and sipping on a cocktail. And of course you got to find places that aren't real noisy. JJ's had the benefit of cruising with, you know, half capacity or less. So they could find nice, quiet hot tubs. And I know that's not necessarily going to be the case on all my cruises. Hot Air says, Ken, I will be doing ours on Saturday for Monday cruise. Yeah, that's the same that I'm going to do. Would do it Sunday from the hotel, but want to be sure we are negative before the limo ride to D.C. Uh-huh. Kenneth says, we fly February 8th to San Francisco and thinking doing before we fly out and ship leaves February 10th. Yep, that would work. That would work. Anytime the 8th should be good for them. Emily's just popping in to say hi. Hi, Emily. Glad to see you. She had a, what you have, 35 dogs or something yesterday? It was a whole gang of dogs she had to take care of yesterday. Make sure you have your Navica app download and a user setup. You will need that login when you start your test at EMED. Okay. Had a little bit of snow, Emily says. Cindy, Chili, you also need to download the Navica app for your pre-cruise test. I love the straw market too. Hope some of the same vendors are there. Ah, Navica app. Do I, did I do that? I got to check. I don't remember if I did that or not. I think I did when I ordered the tests. Uh, but maybe I didn't. I'll have to check that one. Thank you. I'll better make a note of that one because, you know, with my brain, I'm going to forget it. All right. Navica app. I have that now on my list of things to do before Saturday. Okay. Sharon says, you're making me laugh. I'm on the road driving from Virginia to Miami to catch Oasis. Oh, see there? That's what I'm thinking too, Sharon, that I need to drive instead of flying. Just got a letter from Royal. Our ship Sunday is delayed for two hours for extra cleaning this week. A huge charter of 47 on 4,700 on the boat. And I know what the, that charter was, and there was a lot of stink over that one too. Um, but yeah, that was, a that was a, uh, I forget the name of the group. Anyway, uh, there was some controversy over that one from a certain reporter who likes to slaughter a, a lawyer who likes to slaughter the cruise industry. He had an article about that one a couple of days ago. Uh, please talk about the Royal. Please talk about the Royal program. Please talk about the Royal up program. Oh, okay. I will when I 
find out. Kenneth, I did a royal up bid last night. I've never done that, folks. Um, I I figure there's a limited amount of accessible space, so I don't even bid up on them because of the accessible. You know, I get accessible space. I don't want to take a chance on not having accessible space, and I've never checked it that closely to see if you can bid up and still get the the accessibility. I don't know. I mean, maybe you can. Boy, that would have been a good question for yesterday's guest, wouldn't it? Should have thought about that then. I have, I, I sent her a message, by the way. I'm talking about Kelly Nolowski, who I thought was just a fabulous guest. Uh, she's a big advocate for disabled rights folks. And I, I must have 50 questions for her uh, after the broadcast was over that I just didn't have time to get to because saying, you know, we knocked out what 20, 25 minutes with Kelly yesterday. It was fantastic. And I still have a bazillion questions for her. So we're going to have Kelly back one of these days. Yeah. Sharon says Atlantis. That's it. Atlantis. Uh, that was, uh, I think that's primarily uh, men. Uh, and there's been some controversy over drug use and things in past Atlantis groups. Again, that's coming from uh, that certain lawyer that I don't believe a word out of his mouth. But I have, I've have seen, I have seen other things about the Atlantis cruises in the past. I've been doing this for a number of years now. And whether or not it was wise for them to do that many uh, in the time of pandemic, they said the people from Atlanta said it was because of the money that, you know, that Royal Caribbean wouldn't let them cancel. So Sharon says, if my room can talk, yeah, I'm sure there were some, some activities uh, on board uh, that, uh, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to mention. Trying to get a junior suite or one bedroom grand suite on independence. Yeah, I, uh, unfortunately, Kenneth, I can't answer to that because I've never done it. And uh, yeah, maybe I need to do that so I can uh, talk about it sometimes. So maybe on one of mine ahead, I will take them up on that bid thing. Sharon says, I'm trying to get the same on Oasis. Sharon, let me know how it went and how far above the minimum you bid. Okay, that's that would be good. Sharon, we'd be lovely to have some information on, uh, I mean, even if you're unsuccessful, how much above you bid uh, to to let us know. And, and we'll see how that goes, too. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. So... Again, I start dealing with my uh, New York Times reporter sometime this afternoon. Uh, she's due into Roanoke about now, and it's funky weather today. At least it's raining. It's not snowing. But that's could, they could be delayed getting into Roanoke. We'll have to see and see how her time goes. But anyway, hopefully she'll be here sometime this afternoon, and I'll get to meet her in person and decide how we're going to do things like Masking in the house here. Let me, you know, 
remember, I've got, there's three of us that are, uh, have to be aware of masking around her or her around us. Because she's traveled in. So I don't know. Well, we've got to figure out how we're going to do that. But anyway, that's still, that's to come. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, if you're new to this channel, welcome aboard. You can tell we have a lot of conversation goes on in the chat room. I always try to get over there and uh, respond to any of you that are here uh, that day. Uh, and welcome you aboard. And some of you might have questions for me, especially when we get to, if I'm doing live streams from on board ships, I'm hoping you will all have questions for me. So it's going to wrap it up for today, guys. I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same channel, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Travel and Cruise Industry News Live and Podcast on Friday. As always, wear your mask, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully we'll all meet on the high seas one day real soon. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.